0: Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. You guys, I want to um just come back again and just say thank you for sharing the Speak Life Now radio show with others. And you never know when you're sharing it to, for someone that, when you sharing it to your social media platforms or just talking about it and telling people about the podcast you just never know who it might um affect um I remember it was years ago I wasn't saved and I was um it was in the 90s and I was um you know high intoxicated and I remember turning on at that it was BET television and um it happened to be a minister, a pastor on and it was like late at night, one or two in the morning, I think. And um I was listening to it and the word just really reached out to me. you know, I I turned on the T V to to look at something else, not to look at preaching. But that happened to be what I heard and it um um it was the preacher was talking about the father's love and god as father and like i said i was a savior and i hadn't heard that before and it just really did something to me to the point where i'm telling you about it today because i don't remember anything else about that day except for i was high and drunk and i turned on bet and heard a message about the love of the father but what if it wasn't there it wasn't, what if it, what if BET decided, no, we're not going to have preaching on our network, right? But because somebody said, yes, let's do this, you never know who it might reach. It reached me. Did I get saved at that moment? No, I did not. But I'm here today to tell you about a message that I heard because it was available for me to hear. So just go ahead and share the broadcast, share the podcast, share the time, share however you are listening to it. YouTube or whatever, just share it with others. You just never know. And this this particular pastor, he don't know that it affected me that way. And I and if I have time today, I'm gonna share more even about the testimony of how it all came back around full circle. But I might share that with you as well. But I gotta talk to you again today about prayer. Let's go into prayer, Heavenly Father. I wanna thank you for this amazing opportunity. Hallelujah. I don't take it lightly and I don't take it for granted. Thank you so much for this great, great honor to minister to your precious people. Lord, I thank you right now for every listener. I thank you right now, dear Lord. And apply the blood of Jesus, plead the blood of Jesus over the airways that there will be absolutely no hindrances to this word going forth. I thank you right now that the people that are listening are not just hearers, but they're doers as well. I thank you right now. Welcome Holy Spirit into this broadcast. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, I thank you. I give you praise. I give you honor, dear Lord, for this word today on prayer. In this testimony today on prayer, I thank you right now in your precious name, Jesus. Okay, you guys. Prayer is your secret weapon, part two. How I went from making $7.25 an hour. First of all, how I went from making nothing to $7.25 an hour to a salary position with the same company. Within, I think it was nine months. It was really short. But I want to talk about, again, last week we talked about, we always talking about the whole armor of God. And we, we, we know about we got to have the whole armor on. But we didn't, we got adding the prayer piece. And last week I talked about, you know, for the females, if you leave your purse at home, aren't you going to go back and get your purse? But um, Holy Spirit told me, right after I finished recording, He said, use this illustration this week. What if you left your cell phone at home? Your communication device are you going to go back and get it? are you going to go all day with it without it? You guys know y'all going back home to get it majority of the time ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time you going back home to get it so when we are praying in the in the, in the in the um the realm of prayer that's communication, so why would you leave home? Without talking to the Creator, your Father, your God first, why not why haven't you called in and dialed in to him first before you leave home every day now if in 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 a natural um illustration I just gave you, if you making sure that you won't leave home without your phone so you don't want to miss a call? You might be in an emergency. I got to go back and get my phone so they can communicate with me. But you haven't even checked in and communicated with your father. You're gonna go back and get it, right? That, I just want to share that part first, and just like as a review from last week. So this week I'm going to talk to you more about prayer being your secret secret weapon, and it, it is and it, and it is warfare. It's the way that you. It's a weapon that you can use. It's a secret weapon that you use. In, in in every area of your life. Prayer is a secret weapon. Because you're going into war zones every day. That's why it's so key. To have... That communication coming in, even in military, like I use illustration, that in the military, they fully dress, they have their uniform, they have on everything, they have their gun, they have everything, but they have to have the communication from their ranking officer over them and tell them, okay, this is where we're going today. This is the target. This is where the enemy is. You see what I'm saying? It's the same concept, but for some reason, the natural we forget about it. We leaving we leaving our our phone at home. We leaving we're not communicating with God like we're supposed to on a daily, daily basis. So He can tune you, and so in tune that the directions that you get every day hallelujah, that you'll know to go to the right, go to the left, don't say this, say this, don't go over there, come over here, go talk to this person, Go because you've got an open line of communication, the phone is always on, and the good thing with God, you don't have to have a call waiting, or i call you back type thing, because he is always a constant flow, if you have opened that line up of communication, and keep it open daily, so I, I mentioned to you how I went from making 0 to 725 to a salary position within nine months and this was During my time of processing I was living in a motel in a very very bad area There was prostitution going on in the hotel there was drug um, um, Drug addicts there and then there was also drug sales. There was a really really bad motel but I was living there, saved and sanctified right Prost, being processed during this time. my car had gotten Because, you know one of the things I did, I was always at prayer, but my car had been repossessed, so people were, you know people would come and get me and um um take me to prayer, but the way my car was repossessed at the church, my car was taken from the church, and guess what the license plate said? I'm waiting. His Grace. That was my license plate. And they put their car up on that ramp. And um, His Grace on the license plate. But I had a dream before that my car was was gone and then a new car showed up. I'm going to talk to you about that too. But, so, and guess how much I owed on the car? It was no more than 800 and some dollars. I couldn't get it from nowhere. Nobody could really help me. And then then also, because of shame, I didn't really want to ask anybody. I'm already living in a motel. Don't even know how I'm going to do that. And then I'm asking for money for the car. So it was just a whole lot of stuff going on. But it was part of the processing, okay? I just got to tell you all this because prayer was my secret weapon. So once my car was repossessed and I was living in this motel... And um, I had talked to the pastors that I was under at that time, and he, he gave me some instructions. He said, "Well, Sister Lisa, since you um, don't really have a job right now, well, let prayer, let prayer be your job." He said, um, "He said, um, why not pray for people all day?" Okay, so what I did was I wrote down all of these names in a book, in this binder. And at the top of every hour, every hour for eight hours a day, that's what I'm saying. Prayer was my secret weapon. I would pray and intercede for the names in this. I would call their names out every hour on the hour for eight hours. I can't remember exactly how long it was. Then a, a, a prophet friend of mine him and his wife, and um, he told me, he lived He lived in the um, same area, um, right up the street, and he said, there's a job for you, um, he told me the location, and he said, it's a strip center, and he said, go there, somebody on that strip center, in that strip center, and one of the merchants there is going to give you a job, so I started at the grocery store, I started at the end, I went in every store on the strips, at the strip center, and it was the store, it was the third from the last, which was a jewelry store. I went in, they already saw me coming up and down the strip, they said, they said there's a lady out there, um, head on, you know, the, one of the outfits that I had, I had three, and I um, uh, was going up there and they saw me coming. And when I came in, I, I applied for the job and the manager, I'm gonna give a shout out right now to Shalita, thank you so much. Uh, for the great opportunity God used you, um, I um, went in and applied. She said, "Well, all I have is a seasonal position because um, it was going to go into the um, Christmas holiday." She said, "We only have a seasonal position open. It's seven twenty-five an hour, and it's part time." I said, "Okay, I'll take it. I will take it." Um, so it was probably about three days later. All in the same week, though, um, she called me and she said, well, I have good news for you. Um, We now have a part-time permanent position. Um, It won't be seasonal; it'll be part-time. I said, okay, great. But at least I was knowing in my mind, okay, I know I have some money coming in to pay this motel. Right? At the time, the church I was at was paying the motel for me. Um I was getting 76 dollars in food benefit. So I would take um 10% of that and sow water and snacks to the kids at at the um church because I believed in tithing and I still do. So that was the way I was was able to give. And then also I would clean the church um whatever I could do. You know, I was so thankful to be saved. Yeah, I was living in a motel room. It was really bad. Um, I had lost my car. That was gone. Um, But it didn't stop me from loving God. You know what I mean? I knew I had an experience with him that was real. It was real. And even though I may not have understood everything I was going through, I knew God was real. Okay? So, got the job $7.25 an hour part-time. So everything was going well. I'm working part time, and then, within three months, right, right in that same seasonal time, um, a full time position came available in that store. And so she said, "Well, now I got a full time position. You want?" I said, "Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I want it. Still making the same amount of money, right? Still making seven twenty five an hour." Um, had to had to learn how to drive, ride a bus because I didn't know I never had to ride a bus before. I always had a car. Grew up in the country we didn't have buses. So I didn't even understand how you ride a bus and where you go and how you know to get on the right bus. So I had to call the location and find out, transit and say, well, what do I need to do? How do I do? And they told me and It was like, you know, okay. And so, after I got the full-time position, soon after that, um, the door opened up for me to leave the motel to go stay, um, to get a room in someone's home. Um, So uh, I moved into um, someone's home. I just had a room full access of the house, but I had rented a room there. And um, I remember leaving the motel room, I I actually cried. Why did I cry? Because I had learned that praying every hour on the hour, I had learned that even though I was in a bad place, even though a lot of things was going on on the outside of the doors, I mean crack, um all that kind of stuff that was going on around me, it didn't come into that room. When I went in that room, it was a secret place and my secret weapon was prayer, okay? So um thank you, Lord. My job was just to pray, right? I'm still praying, I'm still praying, I'm still praying. Eventually, I got like I said, moved into that room. Someone gave me a car because I wouldn't have been able to move into that room because it wasn't on the bus line. So somebody gave me a white Mustang, an older white Mustang. It would give me back and forth, but I couldn't really go long distances because all the oil would fall, come out. I mean, it was, you know, I thank God for the car because it got me back and forth. But I still, what was my job to do? I still was praying. I still was at church. I still was at every prayer meeting. I was praying. Then, um, the opening came for a manager in Richmond, Virginia. And, um, the regional, well, my, my, the manager of the store, she told me, she said, well, I really don't want to lose you, but she even told me she's the best worker you I've ever had. That's what she told me. Um, so he called, he interviewed me and everything. And I was like, well... I can do it, but I can't. I have a church schedule, so at that time, church was Tuesday night, Friday night, and then of course on Sunday. And I said I have prayer um, every morning at the church. But I said that's fine. I can still get to Richmond in time. Um, my prayer, everybody else would come in at six a.m. I would be there at five a.m. And my prayer, um, I would. I, what I was, what the Lord had told me was timing the time. At that time, um, yeah, I was tithing money, but I was also tithing the time. So I would would try to spend at least minimum two hours and 40 minutes in the morning in prayer before I would even go, uh, before I did anything else, two hours and 40 minutes uh, automatically. So, and when I told him, he said, yeah, I know about your church schedule. Um, What is your church schedule? And I gave it to him. He was like, okay, no problem. We can do that. We can work around that. So he made exceptions. For me. Because most managers had to work on Friday nights. He made exceptions for me. On Sundays. The only time I did have to work on Sundays. It was when it was the um, holiday season. And we had to work open to close. But he did make exceptions. That I could go to church during the week. And things like that. But not only that. I said to him. Well the car I have will not make it to Richmond. And he was like what? Okay. He said let me see what I can do. And so something they had never did within the company, they gave me a cash advance to go get a car. And I went and got a brand new Mustang. See, in the dream I had, I saw that one go and the other one come. I just didn't know how it was gonna happen. So I was able to get a brand new Mustang to get back and forth to work. But my my weapon was prayer. I still never stopped praying. Praying all the time for everybody. Had a set time that like I said, two hours and forty minutes. And then it came a time when um when I was working in Richmond, I went from seven twenty five an hour to salary. It was really one of the highest paying jobs I ever had to this day. But my secret weapon was prayer. And, and then it got to a point where when I was in prayer the everyday, what I would do was I would write names on an envelope. And every day, sow a seed every day, and where did I get that from? I got that from um um when the woman made the cake for the man of God for three and a half years. I did it for three and a half years every day. Most of the time it was five dollars, but it was every day. You know what I'm saying? And then sometimes it was the last five I have, and I would be at work, and people um some of the um customers that I've sold had sold the jewelry to. They would come through and like Miss Lisa, you had lunch yet? Let me go and pick you up some. I said okay, thank you. See, God already made a way. I'm just telling you guys, prayer. It it took me from being at, from 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 the motel to living in a room um at another um with an elderly person's house, and then uh, to a one bedroom apartment, and then I moved into a house. But it was still always a schedule of prayer. Even to point to the one time the Lord even opened up where I end up going to um, a prayer team in Richmond, Virginia, United Nations Church prayer force. And um, they were meeting at 5 a.m. See, God had already prepared me. I was already getting up and going at 5 a.m. So when they told me about it, I was like, what? That's why. That's why I was up at 5 a.m. And so then I, I was already working in Richmond. So I would go there for prayer at 5 a.m. and then go to work. God had already been setting me up. But the secret weapon was prayer. He keep he still keep bringing that back. It's prayer that did all these different things. Being, having that relationship with God. He took me from making $7.25. And so like, man, like right now, a lot of jobs, a lot of people are out of work. I'm working part-time at home right now. But a lot of people are out of work, and some of these jobs is like way below where they were, right? But remember, I went from 725, and I had a great salary. The salary got so good. I mean, the, the work performance, the, the things that um, my regional saw in me from the beginning. He came to me and said, and I shared this before. He came to me on one Friday night. Uh, one Friday, right before, he said, look, I know you got to get ready to go to church, but I got to talk to you real quick. And he said, um, you're not making enough money and gave me a $5,000 increase. I'm still praying. See, I, uh, that day on Friday, I was getting ready to go to a service. And a lot of times it's, pra- it's intercession prayer before it. Right. And he said his name was also in the book at the church on the altar. You see what I'm saying? Interceded. He's one of the people names that was there. You see what I'm saying? So he called and gave me $5,000. I was like, praise God, went in there. You know I testified. I, tell, I had to go ask for a raise. They saw what I was doing. They saw the performance of the store, that my team members. They saw it, that everybody made go. And we made sure nobody was left behind. Everybody made go. We were asked, did you make your goal yet? Okay, this is under you then. See, we, we, it was truly a team. Everybody was truly working together. We're going to talk about um, team next week. So, I was like praising God. Went in there. I was shouting. I was like, I got a testimony. I always had testimony. I always did. I'm, on, I'm that one that always got testimony. About what God has done. Because I'm not going to sit back and act like I did it in my strength. God did that. God did it. He, he gave me the prayer left. He told me to pray. He told me what to do. God did I give him all the glory for it. So let me tell you what else happened. Two weeks after that, he came back again on a Friday. And said, I know you got to get back and go to church. I already know. So he showed up about four thirty. I was hours, even 5. I said, what's up Adam, what's up? We can make an inspection, that's what I said. He was like, no. You still ain't making enough money. In comparison to all the other managers. You still ain't making enough money. I'm giving you another $5,000 increase. That's what he said to me. So I got a $10,000 increase in two weeks. What was I doing? Praying. Praying, praying, praying every day. Two hours and 40 minutes minimum in prayer. Prayer was my secret weapon. Took me from $7.25 an hour to salary. Gave me favor. When the time comes, they came in and said, you're not making enough. I had no idea what other managers were making, but they knew on paper. And they also saw on paper what the store was producing. And it was like this girl ain't making enough money. This woman is not making enough money. From $7.25 to salary. Hallelujah. Everybody in my on on the team, they were ranked within the top 5% of the company in sales. The one young lady that did so well that told me I, I never sold anything before. And that's the thing. When you, you don't been in a place yourself, you can recognize and see a gym. So she came. She was in the mall, dressed like they do in the mall. Right? She was dressed. yeah, real, real short, short, shorts. Tight thing. She wasn't in the, She wasn't coming to church. She was in the mall. She was, that's what she was doing. She was with her mom. I saw her mom a whole lot of jewelry. And then the Lord said to me, Ask her, because my ear was open. Communication, talking and prayer every day. He knew I needed an employee, and he knew that I needed one that was, that's the one that that could do what, she was my eyes. She would do, uh, let me just tell you this. I said to her, do you need a job? I've mentioned her before. Do you need a job? She said, yes, ma'am. What? Yes, ma'am. I said, okay. She said, but I never sold anything before because I was a salary restaurant manager for years in different restaurants. And she worked in a restaurant. And she said she worked at one fast food in particular, Wendy's. And I said, well, she said, I worked the drive through. I said, well, well, when you work in the drive through there, do you try to upsell or biggie size that combo every time? She said, yes, I do. I said, well, you don't do sales. This young lady that thought she didn't have any sales experience. This young lady that came in not looking like um, um, holy, and not, not the word holy, all dressed up and most people were like um, kind of dismiss her because of the way she looked and the way she dressed. I used to dress like that. Okay? I said when I watched that show on BT, I was high and drunk and doing what sinners do. All right, and she, she, and she was one of the best employees. Not just in my store, in the company, came within the top five percent in the company in sales in nationwide. She, she understood my thoughts and how how I wanted that store ran. So when I took a vacation, I didn't have any issues. Even though she wasn't the assistant manager, had sent the manager, I had all that. I'm gonna talk about the team another time. But she knew like uh 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 Miss Lisa wouldn't want it that way. Don't do that. I knew she was like that. But God told me, come on now, you're looking for employees. You're looking for the right one. God told me, ask her, do she want a job? She didn't come for an interview. She came in the mall. She didn't come looking for a job. You hear what I'm saying? God picked her out because he knew she was a gem. The same way. He's doing that for you. I want you guys to know that God prays your weapon, your secret weapon. When it's time for you, somebody to show up on your job and say, you ain't making enough money. Or a door might open for a job that you be like, this is just not going to be enough for me to make it. But he will raise, make it to a point where it is enough. And it's more than enough. That it will overflow. That, that like this young lady, she didn't come for an interview. But God came to her. And, and, and to this day, I'm so thankful to, to have the opportunity from time to time through social media to stay in contact with her and watch her and see what she's doing. Now she's a manager in a, um, a well-known um food chain and she handles, she's a money manager. That same young lady. Prayer is your secret weapon. Today, I just want to talk to you all about testimonies and what God is. And that's just only one. What God did for me. And he is not a respected person. He will do it for you. Prayer is your secret weapon. Give him that time. Don't leave home without praying prayer is your secret weapon took me from an hourly job $7.25 an hour to a salary job with bonuses with with um commissions with perks you hear me but I started out in a motel praying every hour on the hour for 8 hours straight I mean 8 hours a day at the top of the hour That was my job. To pray and call forth all the names. And usually it took about 20 to 30 minutes to call forth the names. But God saw it. Nobody else saw it while I was behind those doors in that motel room. But God saw it. And he reminded me of that. That he remembered what I did. And still do. Prayer is your secret weapon. As you go into this week... Remember to speak life over yourself, speak life over your family, speak life over your neighborhood, and speak life now. Thank y'all so much for joining and may God continue to surprise you with his goodness the rest of your life. I gotta go because I'm out of time. Talk to y'all next week. Bye-bye.